Hello and welcome to another episode. I am your host Rashad. Joining me as always is my sister Rashana. Hello there. And my wife Mika. Hey, hey. If this is your first time, thank you for listening. Thanks for watching. And we also want to encourage you to like this video and subscribe to our channel to know when the next uh, videos are coming out. All right, without further ado, let's get into it. <laughs> Today, we are reviewing the movie Argyle. This is currently in theaters. This is going to be a non-spoiler reaction plus a full spoiler review. Argyle is starring Henry Cavill as Agent Argyle. Bryce Dallas Howard as Ellie Conway. Sam Rockwell as Aiden Wilde. Brian Cranston as Director Ritter. Dua Lipa as Lagrange. Adriana DuBose as Kira, John Cena as Wyatt, Catherine O'Hara as Ruth, Samuel L. Jackson as Alfie, and Sophia Batella as Saba El Babar. Argyle is directed by Matthew Vaughn and also written by Jason Fuchs. A brief summary of the plot. A reclusive author who writes espionage novels about a secret agent and a global spy syndicate realizes the plot of her new book she is writing starts to mirror real-world events in real time. Okay, so let's get into our initial reaction. So going in, I didn't have high expectations. Based on the trailers, I thought this would be a fun spy thriller. Again, I've said it several times. I tend to enjoy action, so it's hard for me to miss on action. But for this one, there was a lot of action and some comedy moments that I did enjoy. But the biggest problem with this movie was the plot. It really didn't make a whole lot of sense. And, you know, I wanted to see it. I thought it would be entertaining, but I don't know. I'll put it like this. For the people that you know, want to just go and enjoy a movie in the cinema and, you know, are fans of actions. I recommend this movie for them. But for people that are, you know, you have to have the movie make sense and the storylines and the plot and all the story beats have to line up. You probably want to pass on this one just because it it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes all movies aren't serious and super deep. So yeah, you, sometimes yeah. you go to the movies just to have fun. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're the type, like he said, that likes inter- to be entertained and yes. you like the flash of the people that's in it. You know the the star power. Right. Yes. Then you go for that. Then this is for you. Right. If you like story structure, if you like storylines, if you like, you know, some meaning. You have anything else to add? No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mika. Um. Basically, it's yeah. It was fine. I guess it really didn't really come full circle per se is what you would want in yeah. an actual story. They just threw so much in there that it was just yeah. like. Okay, really? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so if you like like you said, if you wanna you want entertainment and something to watch and all the things and you like the particular characters that are in this movie, by all means go for it, go see it. Um I think that you'll be entertained for sure. But as far as the actual story in itself, mm-mm. did you do you recommend it? No. Okay. <laughs> Mika. 
it depends on what you like. I mean, so to me, I would recommend it for entertainment purposes. But if you just really want that storyline and all that, this is not the movie for you. Okay. All right. So we're going to move into spoilers. Again, we say it every time. So if you don't want the movie spoiled, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you. So we're going to give you a fair warning. Three, two, one. We're now in the spoiler section. So let's talk about the spoilers. Actually, I'm going to throw it to you, Mika, first. That way you can get your spoiler thoughts out. Just, you know, how you felt about the movie overall. Okay. Well, I guess for me, overall, the movie was entertaining. You know, I enjoyed um, definitely the first selection of the music that they um, that they put in the movie, which was by Barry White, my first and my last. I love that song. <laughs> so them throwing that in there just kind of just gives you like a good, happy feel of the tone of what the movie is about. You know, um, the guy who uh, the guy who directed this movie. I'm trying to get Matthew his name Vaughn. Right. Matthew Vaughn. So he directed Kingsman as well. And so yes. when I first saw mm-hmm. the trailer for this movie, I'm like, oh, is this the second one of Kingsman? But no, it wasn't. And then like, you know, like the feel of the movie kind of gave me vibes that he was kind of like trying to do the same thing that he did with mm-hmm. Kingsman. Yeah. Except for Kingsman, I it's feel just like a had much more, better movie. <laughs> it was a much better movie that I think had a very, you know, a definite more solid storyline than what this one did. Yeah. I just think that, you know, we kind of threw stuff into in this movie to kind of make it funny and all the things, um, you know, we like the character Samuel L. Jackson. So the characters did a, a phenomenal job in what they did, but it was just weird because they were put in, you know, they got this cat going on. Then they got this guy who is on this train with her. It's like it's, it, the character who who was in her book. Uh, that's them trying to tell this story. I guess because the story was based on a book that she was writing and trying to make it unfold, it kind of just made the story just like so unrealistic to me. And they just kept on throwing stuff and throwing stuff. And the movie just didn't really seem real. I thought it was okay. It was entertaining, but it just wasn't doing what it needed to do. You know, there was that leader who was kind of deceiving when it came to the agents that were in this movie. So I was kind of getting confused a little bit in the beginning about how this story was supposed to play out because you have this guy who's, it's like this guy who's over this team of agents. Director Ritter. Is that the guy who's over the agents? Yeah, played by Brian Cranston. Okay, yeah. And so he's over these agents and then he's trying to get, you know, it's like he's on one team, but then he's really playing both of them. And then, you know, it, mm-hmm. it just is like, okay, so, huh? So then just trying to figure out where this story was going. And it wasn't, it was like it was a movie, but then it came to be this whole story about a book that she was writing, trying to make it unfold. And they were bringing in real life to the book. It, it just it just wasn't working. And then you're catching confusing. all this stuff together. And then it's like, now you got all these music scenes. I mean, they had places, you know, stuff where they kind of made it fun and they're dancing and they're shooting around and like, you know, making it like it's some little playful thing. They kind of, it brought a few laughs and stuff, but it just like, again, like they just kind of threw stuff together. No disrespect to, you know, the writers, nothing like that, but it just was not. It's like you didn't put all the, the ingredients to make your cake, to make it bake, to make it be a full cake, because your, your cake is falling apart, in my opinion, it when it comes executed. to this movie. It wasn't yeah. executed well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's all you have to say? Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Sean. <laughs> so Mika said something interesting about the issue of trust and playing both sides, and I think that's where this movie, I got, I, it lost me. So, you know, when we, when we start out in the beginning, we're introduced to Ellie Conway as an author. Um, an author that kind of like is introverted, so to speak, stays yeah. to herself, writes these novels, um, and that are they're pretty popular. 
And then, you know, she's on a plane or on a train headed to see her parents when the stories that she's written start to unfold in front of her. And she, I take her to be genuinely confused Mm -hmm. and genuinely like shocked that this is happening. And then the story just continues to twist and we're thrown a lot of de- a lot of stuff, not really details, but just thrown a lot of stuff that is not properly fleshed out. One thing I did when I first saw this trailer was I paid attention to how well it engaged me and it didn't really engage me that much. And then I slipped up this week and accidentally saw the, the, the early scoring on Rotten Tomatoes and I was like, okay. So then I started asking myself a series of questions. The first question what I got from the trailer was, well, the trailer told us that Matthew Vaughn uh, had a twisted mind. So I asked myself the question throughout the film, does this movie display Matthew Vaughn's twisted mind? Yeah, it does. So much to the point where we don't really care about the characters or the outcome. And then I also saw that the storyline was cluttered. If a movie does not have an engaging storyline and it doesn't have a structure, you know, structure is is subjective. Mm -hmm. It can be, you know, you can stylize it, which I think was the intention here. They were trying to do an artistic, not your typical storyline or not your typical structure. Mm -hmm. But it really would have benefited from having somebody say, you know, well, let's try to, you know, bring this in for the sake of the viewer. Mm -hmm. Because what is being pushed is the viewer can't trust either side. Yeah. We don't know what's going on. We don't know why it's going on. I mean, I was thrown up by the parents. Yeah, right. I, that was throw that and then we did like they didn't give her time to uh even process to, to what, process was, what going was going on, you know, and the dude the 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 dude that um what's his name? Uh, Aiden. Yeah, Aiden. Aiden you know, he was supposed to be in love with her and they had a relationship and all this stuff. And, you know, I'm like, what? And they made you think that he was against her because of that conversation that she heard him in the right. bathroom yes. on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of threw you off. Yeah, yeah. So so the whole issue of trust and playing sides for me just wore me out until I was exhausted and I no longer cared. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know... I, I get the artisticness. I get the stylized. I get there was a scene where they were doing like synchronized shooting. And then there was another scene where the fight scenes, they were, he was trying to be creative, I think. So there was like a synchronized kind of shooting scene, you know, where the movements were syncopated and they were, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then there was another uh, fight scene where they kind of threw back to like figure skating moves where they was doing triple sow cows and they was doing axles and lunges and stuff. And then there was yet another scene, another fight scene where they poofed all this colorful smoke. So it's like, that's what it was. This was a colorful, smoky movie with no point. <laughs> and then they threw in there some mind control with the mom who had that. Well, she was supposed to be like a things? sleeper. Yeah, agent. so she, so she, uh, she, she hypnotized the, um, her. Yeah. She yeah. hypnotized her with the with the, uh, the, with the music box. Yeah, with the yeah, music, music box, box. Yeah. with the figure skater on the music box, mm-hmm. and then um, she was brainwashed. Yeah, and then she could use this box to control her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. If you go every time you introduce something, it needs to be explained so that the viewer understands. Right. Yeah. And you just can't be just throwing stuff in. So yeah, there's that. 
Okay. So, yeah, I I don't have a lot to say. I agree with a lot of what you guys are saying. Now, Mika brought up the Kingsman, which... Is that I, what this is based on? No, no, no. It's just from but the same... But when I saw the trailer, I, I, I thought, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he got Samuel Jackson yeah. in there. The, the, the scenes look similar to me from, from both movies mm-hmm. in certain I mean, instances. It's not the, it, it's not the it's same not the movie. It's not the same, but it just yeah. kind of gave me like the same feel. Yeah, because it's from the same director, Matthew right, Vaughn. Right, so right. his style was definitely prevalent in the is movie. the writer, the Jason Fuchs, is he the same in The Kingsman too? Uh, I don't think so. I think Matthew Vaughn wrote The Kingsman. Okay. But yeah, we brought up that movie and just to compare, I think that movie worked because it was more, when it came out, I think the original came out in was it 2014? 2014. Yeah, it was 2014. So I think that movie worked more because it it was a balance. There was a lot of story. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what was missing. There was balance. a lot of action, but the plot was interesting enough to where we was like, okay, what is this Kingsman? Let's learn about that. And they introduced you to the to the young man that they were using, who was going to be their man to do all that he was doing right. as his character. Yeah. So we knew what his character was doing. Yeah, you're talking about Taron Edgerton, and then I liked how they played in Colin Firth in that movie for this it was just they had like a like a quirk like a premise like you know it starts off in the beginning which I'll go through that in the key points but it starts off in the beginning where it's like okay we Henry Cavill who is you know Superman which that's why I'm wearing my Superman shirt mm-hmm. uh well he's not Superman no more right well yeah not anymore but he was Superman but um He's a he's a typical, you know, prototype for an action star. So he's like it starts off that way, <laughs> but then it yeah. it changes. And that's where I think that most of the critics and the audience gets lost because it's like we we go in looking for an action movie with Henry Cavill, which most people would be in for that. Mm-hmm. But then it switches and now it's Bryce Dallas Howard as Ellie Conway, which She's you know, not a she's not a action, action right. person at all. So you know, we had to kind of get action vibes from her. You know, yeah. buy in to her as an action star and have her carry the movie. Which Bryce Dallas Howard is a good actor, and yeah, she's she's, Ron she's even a daughter, better she's right? even a better director. Yeah, I think she's Ron Howard's daughter. So you know, it was it was weird to kind of take the movie out of Henry Cavill's hands and basically put it into Bryce Dallas Howard. Which you know, I'm not saying that's wrong, but it it just didn't, in my opinion, it just didn't work. Yeah. So I agree. that's how I felt about it. You know, there was a lot of quirky stuff and weird stuff. That, yeah. Stylized. You know, stylized. You know, like, yeah. you know, entertainment kind of remind right. me of Quentin. I love Quentin Tarantino. Right. But it kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Just the, but just the storyline and the structure. Yeah. And even the King, Kingsman had some quirky stuff. Or there's a scene in the Kingsman, spoiled for the Kingsman, but where everybody's heads pop off. Like, it's kind of like, you know, in slow motion mm-hmm. and, you know, everybody's heads are popping off. So, you know, he's he's done, Matthew Vaughn has done quirky stuff in movies. But I think that, you know, for the most part, this movie didn't work just because it's kind of like you had like one little quirk and you kind of rolled it throughout the whole yeah. movie. Yeah, like, yeah. no. So I'm going to hit a couple of key story points and then go through that so again i talked about the beginning where you know henry cavill as agent argyle is in the club doing some spy stuff and he sees uh dua lipa's character you know she's playing like a young woman spy 
and he notices her. So he, you know, talks to her and it turns out that, you know, that him being in that club is basically a setup. So everybody in that club, you know, all of a sudden, as soon as he she reveals that he's she's a spy, everybody turns their gun on Henry Cavill's character. Which at that point I was like, okay, this is typical James Bond, you yeah, know, type that's of how the feel you get spy movie. So you know, and Henry Cavill's character ends up escaping, and so does uh, Dua Lipa's character, and then into Greece, right? Yeah, that's where they were in Greece. Yeah. I tried to figure out where they were, but yeah, you're right, they are in Greece, and uh, somehow um, they meet up with uh, John Cena's character Wyatt. So he's they're basically chasing her out through the city through the city and John Cena characters, you know, basically that scene in the trailer where he stops her on the, the motorcycle and grabs her off. Mm-hmm. So then it's revealed that, um, you know, that all this is a part of Ellie Conway's book. So they bake the camera basically pans out. And then we see, uh, Ellie Conway, Bryce Dallas Howard's character, you know, talking to, I guess she's getting an award, award for her latest book well, series. Well, they're actually doing a, bu- a book, uh, like a book, re- book review, oh, kind book of a review. signing thing. Right. So there, it's a question and answer during a book signing, I believe. Right. And I think for, book review type and, of thing. I, and I mentioned it before, I think that's where most audiences got lost, which they kind of hint at that premise in the trailer. But I think that... Taking it from, like I said before, from a Henry Cavill spy action movie, which we've seen because he's been in a lot of movies like that. Even uh, he was in one of the Mission Impossibles and he kind of played the villain. So we've seen Henry Cavill in that role. But to switch it from that, I think that's that premise overall didn't work. Well, I want to add, though, I did like this is probably the only thing I did like was that they visually showed us her... um, Working out her imagination. Right. Yes. So she would, you know, write and then Henry Cavill's character would be stuck right. because she, it would be showing us that she was having a brain freeze or a uh, um, writer's block. Right. Yeah. So, so she was, so she was on book five and they want, she was trying to write one more chapter mm-hmm. um, to get this whole situation out. Yeah. To get it to play out. To get it to play out. Yeah. Right. So after, you know, the little book situation uh i don't remember what happens but she ends up on the train I, I, I so she, she she was going to see her parents she was going right. to see her her because she couldn't she was having issues trying to finish yeah the book because her, her mama didn't like the ending how it right. ended. oh yeah that's right, right. yeah and her mama was going to come see her, but then she decided to take the train yes. and go see her mom. And then that's when she met, was right. it Aiden? Aiden. Mm-hmm. So she meets Aiden on the train and it's revealed that Aiden is a real life spy. And um, I guess he's talking to her and he's like a fan of her book and, you know, stuff. All that goes down. And then um, I'm not going to go through every detail, but all that goes down. And uh, the what's the name of the people that's chasing them? The the division or something? Yeah, like that? the division. So division is chasing them around. Out of nowhere. Well, yeah. Well, in my opinion. Right. It's out of nowhere. <laughs> but they kind of hint at why she's being chased because basically her books are playing out in real life and they're trying to hunt her down because she might have the secret to what's going to happen next. Yeah. So that's why they want to get her to write. So they end up in, um, so they run around, run around for several scenes in the movie and they end up in, I think it's Paris or something like France. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
they go to a winery where it's revealed that Samuel L. Jackson's character, who is um, Alfie, Alfie mm-hmm. is the former director of the CIA. CIA. Yeah. And so he's talking to, we know as Ellie, and mm-hmm. basically he reveals that Ellie's real name is Rachel Kyle, and she Rachel is the real- R. Kyle. Is, is the real agent Argyle. Which, so Argyle, Argyle. Right. Which I, we've, we've talked about it where it's like, now you're making Bryce Dallas Howard the action star, which for right. most people, not Bryce Dallas Howard is very talented. And like I, like I said, I think she's a better director. Um, but to have her be an action star really doesn't, of like, we wanted Henry Cavill. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we, I mean, you know, it just, when you're coming into this, you don't really see her. As right. That. Yeah. I mean, I, she played Maybe the, she's like one of those, um, what do you call them? Not, not anti, but the, you know how the, the, in the DC or Marvel universe, they have certain heroes. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe yes. she's not, maybe she's like a lesser. Like a lesser hero. Yeah. Not the, what, do, what right. are they called? Uh, my, Minor, minor character? Yeah. Yeah. Minor hero. So, well, so our question, so I mean, do you, you know how they were on the train and yes. um, Henry Cavill's, the character, she kept on seeing him and right. Aiden as the same person back and forth. Did, right. did that make sense to you? And I think what Matthew Vaughn was trying to do to that is hint that, that, you know, Ellie being the real agent Argyle and... Wyatt's character or um, Aiden's character uh, was supposed to be her sidekick. So he was kind of like the real Henry Cavill's character in real life, which I don't think it worked because are no, you, didn't. are you, are you Argyle or are you Aiden? It's like right. they were, mm-hmm. it was like a lot of confusing things. And then was the Dua Lipa character and Ellie becoming or going back to being, um, uh, are her real person, Rachel? Real self, yeah, were yeah. They, is they supposed to be the same? I don't know. I, I think they were trying to make that, but I don't know. It was they, hair, a lot of things. Hair was terrible, right? Horrible. <laughs> a lot of things in this movie didn't really make sense. And like I said, for me, I always love action, so I was able to when when they when they revealed that that Bryce Dallas Howard is the real agent Argo, that was kind of like the moment where I stopped taking the movie seriously. Yeah, I thought it was the cat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. That's how wrong I was. They they didn't jump the shark, so I'm just going to sit here and enjoy the movie. I'm not going to, you know, sit here and try to act like, you know, I, you know, you compare it to Kingsman at that point. It's like, that's out the window. This is just something that probably they just wrote in a couple days and said, oh, we can make this a movie or something. Because you, you can tell that they didn't take it as seriously as something like the Kingsman. It was kind of like, we got a writer and she's going to be the real spy. And I was like, okay, that really doesn't work because... Yeah. Anybody, if you were to cast anybody other than Bryce Dow- Dallas Howard, maybe like, you know, maybe like um, uh, uh, Charlize Theron or something like that, where we know that Charlize Theron can be an action because star. Because we've seen her. Right. Though, yeah. But Bryce yeah. Dallas Howard, it was kind of like, oh, okay, let's just watch this movie because we, I don't know if this is working for me, which I love, I love the action, but I don't know. So... Jump to uh, we revealed that Rachel um, is is Ellie Conway, and now towards the end of the movie, 
she's doing all the spy things. Like she's kind of remembering who she is where, cause her parents, which we learned that is not actually her parents. They are a part of the division. So, uh, her dad is is revealed, yeah, revealed yeah. to be Director Ritter, who is Brian Cranston, and her mom Catherine O'Hara is just like a spy lady. Like she has, she has an English accent and all She's that. A doctor, right? So the the biggest problem that I had with this movie is that you know it didn't make sense. It just was just kind of like whatever, <laughs> you know. It felt like. That you know they got lazy and it's like even with the with the costume it's like she had on that gold dress for the rest of the movie I was like what you're doing all that butt kicking in a, a gold dress <laughs> she kicked her shoes off though oh yeah she did end up changing her shoes like if you change your shoes just change the whole outfit <laughs> so it's like I mean, that was the same outfit that the girl had on in the beginning of the movie right Dua Lipa and they had they had this thing where um, well in the beginning when it was Henry Cavill's character. How the woman was on top of his shoulders and right. going spinning around in a circle, and yeah. then when they had the dancing with Ellie and Aiden, then now Aiden's on top of Ellie's shoulders and going around in a circle as they were shooting and stuff. I mean, it was just—I guess those were supposed to be funny parts. I was yeah. trying to trying to understand. Yeah. So yeah, that was the biggest problem. It just didn't make any sense. Like I said, I enjoyed the action part, and I was able to sit back and just watch the movie and take it for what it was. But yeah. Yeah. All right, so we'll get into what the critics are saying. So currently, uh, it's getting a 35% on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics, and then the audience score is 66, which in this situation, I do agree with the audience. I wouldn't say it was a terrible movie, like a 35% terrible movie. I did did enjoy some of the action, so I think 66% is fair. So we'll get into our final thoughts and our rating. I'll start with you, Mika. Uh, for me, I, just because it just wasn't serious and all the things, I'd give it a 2.5, maybe 3. All right, Shauna. Convoluted, confusing. Mm-mm. What's your score? Uh, 2. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for me, I my score is a little bit complicated because, again, like I said before, I did enjoy the action, but... It wasn't good enough to give it a three, and I don't know if I can give it like a 2.5, so I'll give it like a weird score, like a 2.8, because this is more like a Netflix movie. Yeah, I'll put it like that. I would agree with (laughs) that. Something you watch on Saturday afternoon, you know, when you got nothing else to do, you know. For sure. I mean, I would watch it again at home, but yeah, just to go to the movies and say it again, no. Okay, so that's it. Thanks again for watching. Thank Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. And with that being said, see you soon. soon.